Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. It is 7 a.m. That means it must be Thursday. Before we jump into the daily financial news, let's congratulate CJ. CJ, congratulations for getting your deal. Your card will be going out in the mail today. All right, folks, well, today is CPI day. Today is CPI day, and it was ugly times, ugly. It was bad, worse than expected, worse across the board. I think at this point, we have to have a serious conversation about should we get a 100 basis point move on November 2nd. Uh, We will go through the numbers. We will talk about what happens next. But let's first admit, because all of you really enjoy when I do this, a swing and a miss. I missed expectations for court. My hope for slower numbers did not happen. And we uh, we got hit with higher numbers across the board. A couple of you out there actually called Core 6.6 yesterday. Congratulations. You nailed it. If I had my swing and a miss shirt, I would certainly be wearing it. It is getting produced right now. So hopefully in a couple of weeks, I would be wearing my swing and a miss. I got the nailed it shirt, so I have no problem admitting when I made a mistake. So let's go through the numbers. First, uh, this is headline. This is Core. I'm going to go through the expectations, what happened, and talk about what may happen next. First and foremost, headline inflation. Headline inflation, remember, it peaked at like 9-1, and it has been coming down. There was hope. The market was expecting 8-1, but there was a lot of whispers, a lot of whispers that we would finally see something in the sevens. You actually heard Taylor and Dan, two of my stock guys, Sunday and Monday talk about something in the seven. Again, I think Wall Street is begging for some good news. Did not happen, did not happen. We got eight, uh, we actually got eight two on an expectation of eight one. So it was higher. If you are a glass half full kind of person, you could say, well, Michael, the trend is lower. To which I say, you are technically correct. But let's just have an honest discussion. In this report, gasoline oil was down. I don't know if you and I have seen the gas pump lately, heating oil for the winter. I think we have seen the maximum impact of releasing oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. And there will be a price to pay as we fill this back up as Saudi Arabia and OPEC and OPEC plus cut production. All of that oil we released got us to 8-1. Where do we go next month? I think headline, unfortunately, I believe for all the goodness that we've gotten in headline down from 9-1 to 8-1 could go up next month. Now, I'm not talking we go back to 9-1, but anytime the trend is broken, That is not good. So there's nothing good in this report today, and I've just started. Then you have the month-on-month. 
right? What is happening month on month? Again, the expectation is we would get 0.2. We got double that to 0.4. Folks, inflation is broadening out. What I shared last month hold true this month and likely will hold true next month. Rent. Actually, this is headline. Excuse me. Rent's not a part of headline. No, rent is in headline. Ah, it's too early. Food and gas is not in uh, headline or oil, energy. Rent. Owner's equivalent rent. Let me make sure I get the number correct. Owner's equivalent rent went up 0.8%. The shelter component in its entirety went up 0.7%. Services or what you and I have been talking about, wages. I believe wage inflation spiral has started. We called that last month. Wage spiral inflation is going to broaden out. It will feel good at the employee level, but we will pay for this for years to come. Yeah. No. And then core. Core is where I'm focused because, again, I believe headline has been manipulated. I believe headline gets back to where it should be next month, unfortunately, which is higher. Core. Core was expected to be 0.4. It came in at 0.6. Inflation is broadening out. It is everywhere. Not good. We got 0.6. And then the big number, the most important number, the number that I was hoping we would see 6.4. This is the number I called yesterday or the day before. We got 6.6. Core inflation is rising. Rising. We have, it's just all kinds of bad. So what does this mean? Pain. Pain. The dominoes appear pretty clear. The Fed is going to look at this report and say, it's not working. Now, you and I can talk about a delay and all of those things. It doesn't matter. The Fed is going to look at this report and go, we got to do more. I suspect, I have not looked yet because it's only 7 a.m., that the chances of a 100 basis point increase has to be going up. I think 75 is a lock. I think the choice is now between 75 and 100. And yes, there are still people calling for a Fed pivot, a pause, a 50, a 25. What is, what are you thinking? I don't want to argue if it's the right decision. I want to be in reality. The Fed, the 12, the 13 members, whatever it is, is telling us they're going higher. Don't want or wish for something, you have to react to what is coming. So again, I think it's 75 or 100. I think the next thing to realize is what could be the terminal rate, right? The terminal rate at the last Fed meeting, they they averaged 4.6. You heard the lumberjack and I talk, I think it was yesterday, it might've been the day before. I think the terminal rate is going to be five. 5% next year. Terminal rate meaning what's the peak? I think it will be five. It might go higher. Sitting here right now today based on these inflation numbers, 
If you told me five was the over under, I would probably take the over. That does not feel good to say. Man, not good. So, 10-year note. I haven't checked here recently. I checked right before I jumped in the car. 4.06, clearly above 4%. Two-year, 4.52, clearly above 4.5. Mortgage rates are going up. We were already, I think yesterday, the day before, at 7.14. It would not shock me if we were at 7.3 by the end of the day. It will be a bloodbath in the mortgage market. I really think the choice at this point is do we do 75 or 100? The other thing to point out, this is the last inflation report before the election. We now have really bad wealth uh, destruction, negative wealth impact. What is going to go on, go on in November 2nd? All I can hope for, pray for, wish for, is a split government. I do not want the Democratic Party, nor frankly would I want the Republican Party. Let's be clear. I'm in the middle, or try to be. I don't want any party having all three offices. Just get stupid spending, loose spending. I would love a split government. Biden is a Democrat, clear as day, right? No, no surprise there. He is not up for re-election. So I would like the House and the Senate, at, at least one, if not both, to go Republican so we can have basically two years of not much getting done. That is my hope. November 2nd, what is that, like three weeks away, something like that? Can't get here soon enough. <coughs> So yeah, inflation's hot. Oh, let's talk about Mark Zandi. Mark Zandi uh, out talking about, so he's from Moody Analytics. Uh, He gets a lot of press these days. He is out saying that inflation is going to be cut by 50% in the next six months. Mark Zandi is in the Kathy Wood camp of deflation is coming. I don't see it, Mark, but hey, I got to hope you are right. Uh, Mark does say that if it goes from eight to four, that will be the easy part. He does highlight that going from four to two and a half will be difficult because of wages. I agree, folks. Wage inflation is on the way. Nobody is talking about it. We started talking about it last month, the month before. This is something, something to watch. Yeah, today's today hurts. But remember, the tree of fear, the forest of opportunity, I want to talk about that right now. It is going to be extremely hard for everyone, including myself, to buy cash flow rentals or your first home with rates above seven or eight. I still believe we get done 3 million, 3.5, 3.7 million transactions over the next 12 months. Some of those will be cash. If you are liquid and you have cash, congratulations. You do you, congratulations. I believe the other portion will be creative finance. I have long believed for the last two or three months you have heard me on this channel. Spend real money, marketing dollars, reaching out to sellers. On Monday, if you watch my hub call, which is what an office building I own in Fresno, you know that Adam 
is actively reaching out to every agent with a listing over half a million dollars. So active listing, half a million bucks, own free and clear. We are calling every agent in the luxury market of Fresno with a seller who we think owns it free and clear because I want to do a seller finance deal. Some people have to sell. Luxury is dead. If I can buy a luxury rental, get a owner finance deal, I will pay their price if they give me my rate, my term. I will use this environment, my flexibility, my creativity to upgrade my portfolio. I will buy nicer stuff than I have ever bought before. This is a great feeling, and you can tune into our hub call every Monday where we will update this as we call more and more people. Use this as an opportunity to make moves, to learn your market. This is important. Terms. This meeting on November 19th, where my crew in Fresno is flying in, Pace and Jamil. Can you imagine a better Saturday than having Pace and Jamil talk about creative financing? This is going to dominate real estate the next two years. If you are in Fresno, the Central Valley, the Bay Area, Southern California, Vegas, Phoenix, Colorado, if you are close and you can get there, you have to. We are already more than 50% sold out. The website for the 19th for your $27 tickets, ridiculous, is reicollaboration.com. reicollaboration.com. Full day event. Yes, this is the 19th. On the 12th is the one rental at a time event. 200 people sold out. No more spots. Got to go. The 19th still has a few spots left. So buy your tickets today or be left out. This is going to be important. So a Fed pivot. I can't believe we still have to have this conversation, but it is still out there. In order for us to get a Fed pivot, which again could be a pause, a cut, whatever you want to call it, something bad has to break. The Fed is causing pain. They told us this at Jackson Hole two months ago. They like what is going on in the market. Yes, negative wealth effect. Yes, lower transactions. Yes, yes, yes. Unemployment claims up. They were up today to 238,000. So unemployment claims are going up. They want more. They got to get unemployment over four and a half, five percent 5%. It's a process more pain coming. Something really, really bad breaks and the Fed has to pivot. That is not a good thing. We just, we have to pay the price. We have avoided the normal business cycle for 15 years. We pretended like it didn't exist. Time to pay up. The Fed put is dead. That is what I believe Powell is trying to do. He's trying to take a 40 year Fed put off the table. It will be hard. He will be hated. Jerome Powell will very quickly, if not already, be the most hated man in America, possibly the world. It's just where we are. The UK, the UK gave us some good news this morning. Uh, The UK government is potentially reversing some of their uh, 
tax plans, which should hopefully strengthen their currency. Essentially, the UK government was going to reduce taxes and increase spending. Uh, that's not good. In a, in a world where you have a recession coming, your tax revenue is already coming down. Your spending has to go up because of the winter. Not a good idea. Not a good idea. And then lastly, the Fed minutes. It almost, it almost feels unimportant, but given that I read the Fed minutes, let me give you my takeaways. The Fed minutes from yesterday were from the September meeting. These minutes were released before the nasty CPI report. So with that whole context, they are going to keep raising rates and in, until employment rises. They will break the labor market. Doing too little is a bigger risk than too much. Folks, they're going to look at these numbers in red and say we are doing too little. Too little. You can agree or disagree. It doesn't matter. Their 13 votes or 14 votes, whatever it is, is all that matters. They're going to look at these and say we are not doing enough. The labor market is still too tight. Yes, the JOLTS report lopped off a million one openings. We still have 1.6 to 1 ratio. At some point, yes, they will pause. They threw a little line or two about, yeah, at some point it will be right to pause. No kidding. Duh. But they did put that in there, which some people thought was a pivot. It wasn't. Wage inflation spiral is possible. Folks, if you've been watching my channel, you know that I believe a wage inflation spiral is happening. Happening. Lastly, the job market is going to suffer pain in order for us to beat inflation. It's ugly day. Ugly day. Folks, we're going to get through this together. You're going to be, you know, good times never last, bad times never last. Greg Dickerson's famous quote, you and I are going to be alive in five years. Let's invest like it. Do the work. Get your shopping list. There will be assets on sale. I can't wait. I can't wait to do deals. If I can upgrade my portfolio, that would be amazing. That's an opportunity I've been looking forward to. So have a great day. Take care of yourself. It is Thursday the 13th, October 13th. Bye-bye.